As I said this morning, um, before we started, I said in my scripture reading, and also in the Sabbath school this morning, that that this is this this discussion, or uh, we'll be sharing um, a continuation of our lesson in terms of what the the Sabbath can mean to us. Let me share a story first that I found. You can read it on the on the website of the of the general conference. It's there. Our church group was on a study tour in southern France, where for an entire week we had been exploring the history of the Huguenots who were martyred for their Protestant faith. This lady, she'd been our tour guide and was very knowledgeable in questions of history, religion, and culture. Even though she'd been exposed to many Christian traditions through her work, she had remained an atheist. We had developed a wonderful friendship, and on the last day, she wanted to know more about Adventists. We were a strange and noteworthy piece in her denominational collection. What was so special about the Sabbath day, she thought? And why were you so stubborn and obstinate about such an unimportant side issue, she asked. I tried to make it clear to her why Sabbath was so important and holy. I was not successful. She could not understand why one day in the week would be different from the other days. That was the reason for the puzzled expression I remember so well. I probably remember the look she gave me because it hurt. I had to ask myself once again, are you just an odd religious outsider? This was not the last time I would get this look as it is an expression often used by secular people who live in their own relative world. But I also discovered something else. I remember her expression so well because I could understand it. I have grown up in the secular world. I went to school and I've been molded by it. And in many areas of my life, I live and think similar to the average postmodern person. And I have asked myself as well, what is so special about this Sabbath day? And why are we so stubborn and obstinate about such an important, unimportant side issue? I'm like the author and wondered as I studied last week's lesson. In fact, even before that, when talking to one of our members about the Sabbath, not so long ago. I so much asked the same, is there more to the Sabbath than just a commandment? If so, why do people find it so easy to negotiate between other things and keeping the Sabbath? Is there something more to the Sabbath, I ask, to bring much value to our life as a disciple? So that we don't negotiate between other things, but that our argument as Adventists goes beyond just a mere commandment or a principle. But perhaps that God had more in mind when he introduced this day to us. And that that what he has in mind becomes a vital part 
of our experience. What is it about the Sabbath? Is the Sabbath more than just the commandment? Was my search question. Is the Sabbath more than just because God said so and I want to be obedient to Him? How does the reality of the Sabbath enhance or affect my relationship with God? What is the question of salvation around the Sabbath? How can I justify from an external, universal, salvific perspective that the Sabbath is not only for the Jews? How can I justify that? Or that the Sabbath is not just a legalist requirement set aside or made a fuss of by certain religious sects like Adventists? Is there more to the Sabbath than just keep the Sabbath holy because God said so? Can the Sabbath be such a factor in my life that when I'm faced, which so many people do, faced with the choice to do something else, work, Sleep, family pressures, work conferences, work training sessions, exam, graduation service, class, a party, etc. Can the Sabbath be such a factor in my life that when I'm faced with a choice to do something else, and not that any of these choices are wrong, God forbid, please, but when I'm faced with any choice, that the Sabbath is such a vital factor in my life that I do not want to miss that very important appointment with God when I'm faced with something else. You must be careful here and say that my quest is not to be legalistic. Anything but. Because I don't want to get any legalists going today. Nor is my quest to say that we are saved by keeping the Sabbath even another God forbid, I must say. But rather, how does keeping the Sabbath enhance my relationship or my discipleship with God so that I cannot do without it? And my question is, there must be more to the Sabbath issue than just because God said so. There must be more to the Sabbath issue just because it's in the commandment. There must be more to the Sabbath issue just because... Because, and what is it? Where do I start? Maybe let me start with reading Deuteronomy 5, verse 12 to 15 again. And see if there are any clues in that. It says, God writes, Observe the Sabbath day to keep it holy, as the Lord your God commanded you. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it, you shall not do any work. You shall do no work. You, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your ox, nor your donkey, nor any of your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates, that your male servant and your female servant may rest as well as you. Remember, that you were a slave in the land of Egypt. And the Lord your God brought you out from there by a mighty hand and by an outstretched arm. Therefore the Lord your God commanded you to keep the Sabbath holy. What is it in there that gives us a clue that the Sabbath is more than just that? I highlight three points from our consideration and in answering my quest, I want to highlight these three points that I want to discuss today. The first one, God says, remember to keep it holy. 
The second concept is that he says, remember that the Lord brought you out from Egypt and saved you. And the third one is remember to refrain from doing your work and help others to rest as well. The three points. And so, the first one is, in fact, it's not in that order, but the first one is, God says, you shall not do any work, you shall do no work, all of you, even the strangers, so they may rest as well as you. And it says, six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work, son and all the list, so that they may rest as well as you. In other words, what is God reminding them of? That they and us are perhaps forgetting. Does this text something to do with resting from our work? Therefore, we are justified to sleep the day away since it's a day of rest. Or is it more than that? Is it talking about our work that we need to rest from? Let's go back to the beginning and look at Genesis 1 and 2. The end of Genesis 1 starts like this. Then God saw everything that he had made. And indeed it was very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Thus the heavens and the earth and all the hosts of them were finished. And on the seventh day God ended his work which he had done. And he rested on the seventh day. From all his work which he had done. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it. Because in it he rested from all his work which God had created and made. Now think about the context of that particular passage. What does it say? The Sabbath happened after which day? The sixth day. The world was only how many days old? One day old. Humanity had just been created and were only a few hours old. Humans haven't even started working yet, let alone for them to be tired and for them to rest after just a few hours on the, on the earth. Maybe Maybe, as Pastor Dennis Meyer, the author, writes to this context when he says, On the first Sabbath day, maybe, Adam and Eve enjoyed God's works and not their own. In other words, perhaps the Sabbath is all about God and not us. Let me explain. Perhaps the Sabbath is about enjoying, enjoying God's works rather than our own. Perhaps that concept continued in Deuteronomy and Exodus means that thou shalt not do any work because I need you to forget about your work, refrain from your work in order to celebrate my work. And perhaps it's rather than being a day just merely about resting from your own. Otherwise, we will sleep or find a good reason to do overtime because we are not as tired. 
And maybe God is saying, it's not about my work, but it's about His work that we are celebrating. Perhaps it's about celebrating God's work, enhancing Him, His people, His nature, His environment. Perhaps celebrating God's work is to enhance Him, His people, His nature, His environment. In other words, perhaps it's all about God's work. And therefore, reading Deuteronomy from that perspective, it begins to make sense. Because it says, six days you shall labor and do all your work. Six days is your work. But when the Sabbath day comes, it is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work. None of your work. You nor your son nor your daughter nor anyone. So that they may rest as well as you and celebrate together my work. Perhaps in celebrating God's work is to provide the rest and the blessings, the restoration and refreshing for you. And you make sure you provide it for someone else so they can rest as well. In other words, there is nothing greater than coming for a blessing from God and bless others. Because others are God's handiwork too. His nature is God's work too. His environment is God's work too. And perhaps celebrating somebody else's life, something else that God made, is perhaps the point of the Sabbath. And perhaps that is what God had in mind when he said, remember to keep the Sabbath holy. Set it aside because it's important for me and for you. For me to provide you a blessing and for you to celebrate my work and provide Blessings to others other than you. No wonder Jesus was so deliberate. Whenever he was doing healing on the Sabbath and people were talking to him and saying, how dare you do work on the Sabbath? Jesus tell him, listen, what is better to do good on the Sabbath or to do bad? What is better to heal on the Sabbath or to not? What is better to do the deliberate things of good things? Because perhaps Jesus is saying, is he saying, listen, because I am celebrating God's work by making it better. Celebrate God's work. Show me that video, please. There's a little girl on Facebook. This is interesting because of the perspective that we have. The perspective whether it's us or whether it's somebody else. What are you doing? I feel like I'm having a job. Are you playing it?
celebrating God's work. But let me move on. Second concept. Deuteronomy 5 verse 15 is the second one. Remember that you were slaves in Egypt and that the Lord God, God, sorry, Lord your God brought you out of there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore the Lord your God has commanded you to observe the Sabbath day. Deuteronomy 5 verse 15 reminds them about the reason they needed to remember the Sabbath. Why? Because the Sabbath celebrated salvation. In other words, God first freed His people and that act led to the covenant law. In that order, Exodus, salvation, then the law. Maybe before even anyone could think about what we should do or not do, what is lawful or not lawful, what is correct or not correct, is to think about the other priority of the Sabbath. Maybe the reality of the Sabbath is to celebrate the reality of salvation. Maybe it's to celebrate the enormity of salvation, the salvation act Jesus offered to the whole world and humanity and my life. Maybe it's to celebrate that awesome reality of the sacrifice Jesus made to save his people. Maybe it's to celebrate that moment. Remember that moment you stepped into his will. Celebrate the moment you were set free to worship God. Maybe 
celebrate the fact when the world was set free and given a chance. Maybe when God says that the Sabbath keeps Sabbath holy and remember what I have done is to celebrate salvation. Because how many of us quote Ezekiel 20 verse 12 and 20 as evidence for someone else to prove the validity of the Sabbath? How many of us use the text to bring in the Sabbath and allow it to define the day for us? Because moreover, he says, verse 12, I give them my Sabbath to be a sign between them and me, that they might know that I am the Lord who sanctifies them. Hallow my Sabbath, verse 20 says, that there will be a sign between me and you, that you may know that I am the Lord your God. Imagine bringing in the Sabbath like that and having that on in the top of your mind the whole day to celebrate that salvation that God has given you. Think about the day you gave your life to Jesus. Think about the day you were baptized. Think about your day your life was changed for God. What does it mean to you? Imagine every week Every Sabbath, you can get to celebrate that fact, that reality. Every Sabbath, go and celebrate you and God. Celebrate salvation. Facebook has a unique way of celebrating by raising money for a humanitarian project in order to make a difference. If you want to have your birthday, Facebook has a unique way to say, look, Put it up there. It's my birthday. I want my birthday present that you contribute or give towards this particular project. Celebrating. And maybe the Sabbath, every Sabbath, we come and celebrate the salvation that God means, that God means for you. What He did for you that first day you stepped into His will. The first day you found the truth. The first day you came into his presence and said, Wow, what an experience. I've never felt like this when I was outside of God's will. And God says, every day, come and celebrate. Make the Sabbath an opportunity to celebrate salvation. I hope you don't miss that appointment. And perhaps that's one of the reasons why God has placed the Sabbath text. Finally, Deuteronomy 5 verse 12 starts with this. Observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Sabbath is not only celebrating God's work and His people, Deuteronomy 5 tells me. It's not only celebrating the enormous work of salvation, Deuteronomy 5 tells me as well. But it says, observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy as the Lord your God has commanded you. Because holiness means because God set something apart. Holiness means God is present and waiting for us every Sabbath. It is holy because God desires to commune and celebrate with you. The Sabbath is holy because He is there. Because for the Israelite mind, having and making something holy was not because it required them to be pious, self-righteous, and spending in holy convocation. Holiness to the Jewish mind meant that God was present. God was there. And that God was in their midst. And that was special. 
Remember the Ark of the Covenant was so holy. They carried it everywhere. And everywhere that Ark was, they were successful, victorious and prospered. Why? Because when that Ark was there, they knew that God was in their presence. And perhaps when God says, keep the Sabbath day by keeping it holy, means that keep the Sabbath day because I am present waiting for you. Holiness is special. When something is made holy, it is special because God is there. When Sabbath was asked to be kept holy, it meant an appointment with God. An appointment to have the most amazing experience and encounter ever. A holy appointment, or in other words, a God-us appointment set aside just for us because He's waiting to provide you a blessing for you to provide a blessing to others and both be blessed. As a pastor, I enjoy listening to preachers. And just like you look forward when you know a certain preacher will be at the pastor's retreat or a conference session or a camp meeting because you know it's going to be good. I anticipate it. I'm sure you do too. I prepare for it. And I cancel other engagements in order to go and listen. And I believe me, I am ever hardly disappointed. As a family, we look forward to going to South Africa. Because the first meal that we know we will have always will be homemade roti and curry. SA style. Mother Rutgers style. We, we look forward to it. And make sure it is ordered before we get onto that plane. And no one is going to ruin that for us. God says, keep Sabbath special. Keep it holy. By keeping me in it. Because it's the amazing appointment to celebrate my works. It's the amazing appointment to celebrate your salvation. And it's an amazing appointment to have the most amazing experience ever. The best place, and I am biased, is to start the Sabbath by celebrating it with like-minded, motley crew of strange, quirky, moody, never-know-what-to-expect kind of people right here in this place. So here's my challenge. If you haven't felt the Sabbath is special yet, then maybe question your approach to the Sabbath because maybe you are missing the point about the Sabbath. If you're still negotiating between other things and the Sabbath, maybe you are still seeing the Sabbath as a day of rest or a day of wrestling and sadness or just a commandment to follow. Perhaps, if you know the Sabbath, you're convinced about the Sabbath, believe in the Sabbath, you miss out on a vital part of your relationship, of your discipleship, if you don't keep that appointment. And perhaps those who don't know the Sabbath yet, do not know what they are missing out. Because it's an important part to celebrate God's work, and it's an important appointment to celebrate our salvation.
in essence. Perhaps the reality of not doing your own pleasure on my holy day is not that you are saved or not saved by keeping the Sabbath, but that perhaps you stand to miss a vital part of your experience of salvation if you don't keep it. So the next time you are tempted, you are forced, or left with a decision to do something else other than keeping that valuable appointment with God, or enjoying the godly rhythm He provided for you, consider this. Hold on. I'm missing, potentially missing out a vital part of an experience of salvation, of growth in discipleship to be a Christian with God. Because being part of the Sabbath is maybe, it's about celebrating God's work. And when we do, we will always find a blessing. Maybe the Sabbath is about celebrating the enormity of the plan of salvation. And when we do find an opportunity to think through that, we'll be amazed of what we're experiencing when we think and appreciate what God has for us. Maybe the Sabbath is an important appointment with God for you to feel His rhythm. Because when He made it holy, He placed Himself there waiting for you. And missing out on that could perhaps be a big deal for enriching your walk with God. Maybe God is waiting for you.